Today we will continue in our series in 1 Corinthians, a cross-shaped community. I am truly grateful and always excited about every opportunity that I have to preach the gospel to God's people. However, I must admit that I'm glad that Dave was here for the last three Sundays <laughs> as we talked about those, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm definitely glad that Dave was here, and this is one time I'm glad that, that I was not the pastor, and we could kind of just put that on Dave's plate, <laughs> amen, it, especially since my dad is here today, I definitely wouldn't want to be, t- you know, so it, it, it is a privilege, man, God, God, is, God is so good to us, amen, and so this, this is good, you know, God didn't have to choose me to preach his gospel, but I'm certainly glad that he did. Amen. If he has a trillion, I am certainly the least of all he has. Amen. And I am grateful to share his gospel. Our scripture reading this morning is Emily Barr. Yes, Emily's going to come. And as Emily is coming to read our scripture, actually, those that can and will, would you please stand for the reading of God's word? Our reading today is 1 Corinthians 8. Now concerning food offered to idols, we know that all of us possess knowledge. This knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone imagines that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, he is known by God. Therefore, as to the eating of food offered to idols, we know that an idol has no real existence, and that there is no God but one. For although there, are, there may be so-called gods in heaven or on earth, as indeed there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is one God, the Father from whom are all things and for whom we exist, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom are all things and through whom we exist. However, not all possess this knowledge, but some, through former association with idols, eat food as really offered to an idol." and their conscience, being weak, is defiled. Food will not commend us to God. We are no worse off if we do not eat, and no better off if we do. But take care that this right of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. For if anyone sees you who have knowledge eating in an idol's temple, will he not be encouraged, if his conscience is weak, to eat food offered to idols? And so by your knowledge, this weak person is destroyed, the brother for whom Christ died. Thus, sinning against your brothers and wounding their conscience when it is weak, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food makes my brother stumble, I will never eat meat, lest I make my brother stumble. This is the word of the Lord. It is absolutely true, and it is given to us in love. You may be seated. Join me in a word of prayer. Father, again, I thank you for the privilege of preaching to your people. I pray for clarity of speech. I pray your people are edified and you, Father, are glorified. May we experience you, the name that's above all names, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. As we pick up in this passage, we find that apparently some of the members of the Corinthian church were stronger in their faith, and they realized that the idols could not contaminate food 
So they ate what was presented before them. Additionally, if they had friends who were, who were non-Christians and they invited them to a gathering where the meat that was offered to idols were, was being served, the strong Christians, they would attend the gathering, and not only would they attend the gathering, they would eat the meat. This caused a problem for the weaker Christians. Most of them were now had just come to the Christ, and, and they were making a choice to leave pagan idolatry. So for them, they could not understand why their fellow Christians would be eating meat that was offered to idols. Some of these new Christians were still, no doubt, struggling with, with idolatry. Anybody had questions when they were new to this faith? Wondering how is this and how is that? And can you imagine being a new Christian, you're leaving idolatry, and, and especially when you come from a place where idol worship was the, was the order of the day. So Paul has to address this question that was written to him. It's like he, this letter, first, last, the last couple of weeks, it was talking about sex. And look at the change. They go from sex to what should we eat? <laughs> first, they're talking about sex. Now they're saying, can, can we eat this meat? But I'm glad. I'm glad, y'all. I'm, I want to hurry up and get to the last verse. I'm glad that folk ain't offended because we eat meat. Yeah, so we're going to get there. That's, that's the joy. That's the joy. But so Paul has to address this. Paul has to address this issue with what, what should we eat? How, how, how should we do this? And Paul addresses this in two ways. He talks about knowledge and he talks about love. Let, let's look what the scripture says. It says, now concerning foods offered to idols. We know that all of us possess knowledge. This knowledge puffs, puffs up, but love builds up. This is, this, this is good because knowledge that's not balanced with love is dangerous. Knowledge that is not balanced by love is dangerous. Paul clearly states this. Look at the, verse, the next verse. He says, if anyone imagines, if anyone supposes, if anyone believes, if anyone thinks that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, he is known by God. Listen, so he's saying that if you think you know something, if you suppose you know something, you don't know like you should. Has anybody ever been there? That you thought you knew something? But, but over time, you realize just how much you did not know? It, it's right here. It says, if he imagines, that means if you think, it, if you suppose that you know something, you really don't know anything at all. I've come to believe that the most dangerous person in the world is someone who thinks he knows something when he really knows nothing at all. Y'all, y'all, y'all. That's been me before in my life, that I, I thought I knew something. And I realized I, I didn't know anything. Of course, that's never been none of you, right? Oh, that's right. That's right. See, see if we speak truth, if we speak truth, we'll realize that, that true knowledge comes only when we realize that we are seeing things dimly. Paul going to say in, this, in the 13th chapter, it says, for now we see 
in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now we know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So right now, y'all, we don't know what we should know. Amen. Amen. We, we don't know like we should know. He says this, if we think we do, we don't know anything at all. Amen. Y'all, that's humbling. That's very humbling. That, that, that ought to keep us mindful of one another. It'll keep us mindful of how we, how we treat one another. Because true knowledge must be balanced by love. If we say that we love God and we're doing things that show that we don't know our bro- love our brothers based on what we know, Scripture says we can't even love God. It's impossible to love God if we don't love our brethren. So, so this knowledge that he's talking about, and look, let's look at verse 4. Therefore, as to the eating of food offered to idols, we know that an idol has no real existence and that there is no God but one. Two things Paul is saying here, that the idol is nothing, but God is everything. An idol is nothing. An idol is nothing. You know, I, when I was a police officer, I went to a house, I went to a call, and on this, in the call, we, it was a robbery, uh, a burglary to a home. When I got there, the house was torn apart, and in one room, there was a plate of food on the floor. Being a young, young rookie officer, I walk in these people's house and I'm stepping over stuff because it's all over the floor, but I noticed there was a plate of food that was bad. It had mold and it, it looked a mess. I mean, it was just, but, but I could tell that it was untouched. Everything in the house was disturbed, but this plate of food that, that, that time had gotten a hold to. And so, as I'm in there with another officer, I showed my immaturity as a police officer. I said, excuse me. I see everything is to disturb, but this plate. And she goes, yes, that's the plate of food that I, I, I put down for my God. And me, in my immaturity, I said, you're going to feed your God that? It, it, it was in bad condition. She was going to give the God, the one that she was dependent on, to take care of her, stuff that I would have put in the trash a long time ago. What I'm saying to us today is when we, when, when we know better, we should do better. I, I began to say, ma'am, you can't give your God that. I began, I began to speak because I had a little bit of knowledge. I began to speak, and my speech was my speech was not balanced by love. And put it, put it in so many words, I said, "Lady, you crazy! You can't give that to your God." But my my speech was not balanced by love. When I left that house, that lady was dejected. She was sad. You know why? Because I thought I knew something. It's important that even if we have knowledge, our knowledge must be balanced by love. Yes, I know an idol is nothing. An idol has eyes, but can't see. Ears, but can't speak. Uh, can't, can't hear uh, a mouth and, and, and can't speak. You know why they got it? Because that's what they put on their idol. An idol is nothing. 
but God is everything. Listen, listen, not, not just God. He says there is no God but one. He's talking about the God of heaven and earth, the God of the creator of all things. There is no God but one. Next verse says, for although there may be so-called gods in heaven and on earth, as indeed there are many gods and many lords. Yet for us, for us, there is one God, the Father, from whom all things, uh, from, for, from whom all are all things, from whom we exist, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom we are all things, through whom, I'm sorry, through whom are all things, and through whom through whom we exist. It ain't but one God. He is one God, and it's through him that we exist. He had to, he had to say this to the new Christians. He was saying this not to the new Christians, but to the, to, to the ones who had been around a little while. What he was saying is that we know this, but everybody else don't. We know this. We, we, we have a relationship with God, so we have to be mindful. He's going to say it in the next verse. In the next verse, listen to this. It says, however, not all possess this knowledge, but some through former association with idols eat food as really offered to an idol, and their conscience being weak is defiled. You know why? Because they come from a city that in this city, if you, in the city of Corinth was surrounded by idol temples, by temples where they went to worship idols. And so as new believers, they, they, they were struggling with the fact of, of letting go the things of the past. Can, can, can y'all understand that? As new believers, there are things that we've been delivered from that we still struggle with. Uh, y'all, y'all act like y'all don't have any struggles. L- listen, I, I have struggles. There are things that I struggle with. There, there are things, listen, that I think I've defeated. Sometimes it pops back up in my life. Is there anybody else in here like that with me? That, that you thought you left that time a long time ago, but every now and then, it want to stick its head up. Every now and then, it shows up in your life. And every now and then, if you ain't careful, if you ain't dependent on God, you will travel the road that you said you would never travel again. Is there anybody here who understand what I'm talking about? So these were new believers who believed that there was only one God, which was the God of heaven. But because they were new and they were struggling, there were things that they remember about their old way of living. And if they were not careful, they'll be back into it again. So when they saw their brothers and sisters eating meat that was offered to idols, it made their conscience weak. They began to think, maybe this brother's not a Christian at all. Or maybe, maybe as a Christian, I can do this. Are y'all following me? So as believers, we have to be mindful that we look out for those that are around us. Just because we're free to do it don't mean we got to. Are y'all wishing? Miss Gloria, Miss Gloria, if they paid me extra, I'll have to give you some money today. Are y'all with me? We need to realize that just because we're free to do. Listen, listen. Just because I can fit in those spandex. Do I need to say any more? 
huh? Y'all don't need to see me in them. Because <laughs> I'm free to. Don't mean I got to. Dave, why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> I think he imagining me <laughs> walking around in spandex. I, I'm free to do it, but I ought not do it. Hello? Listen, listen, listen. This is what he's saying. This is, this is the gist of what Paul is going to tell the Corinthians. Because you're free to do it, don't mean you got to. So, so here it is. He says, not, not all possess this knowledge, but some through former associations with, with, with idols eat food that's really offered to an idol. And their conscience being weak is defiled. They think they're defiled because they, they begin to eat meat that's offered to an idol. But when you've been born again, you realize it ain't really no idol. Hello? It's just, it's just God. And then if, 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 if the meat is put before you and you want to eat it, you can eat it. Scripture says that we're, watch this, we're no better off if we do and we're no worse if we don't. We're no worse if we don't and we're no better off if we do. Hello? So I take my liberty and I eat me some meat. Are you listening to me? As much as I love it, if it becomes a stumbling block to my brother, I'm willing to restrict some of my freedoms to make sure that my brother doesn't stumble. Look at this, y'all. He says, all possess knowledge. All of us all of us know this, but he says some of us are just weak about this. Y'all, it is important that those of us who have knowledge, those of us who have grown in the knowledge of God, that we share that knowledge in love to those who are unaware. Though I said earlier the worst kind of person is a person who knows nothing but doesn't know that they know nothing. And not far behind is a person who knows stuff, but he's arrogant in what he knows. Hello? So I believe that which we know, we ought not stand in places and position of authority looking down our nose on people who are struggling with things because they don't understand. Hello? Listen, our knowledge must be based, must be balanced with love. We, we can't have a spirit that is arrogant. We, we can't be that person that say, let me tell y'all something. Let, 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 me, let me, listen, in, in, in my culture, we say, let me put your shoes on. Let, let me put your shoes on straight. Are, are y'all with me? Let, let, let me help you out. Girl, let, let me tell you something. Uh, uh, we, come with, we come with this. If I were you. Y'all, 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 I'm talking. Somebody here know what I'm talking about. So, 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 in love, y'all, we, we got to balance what we know with love. Love will help us. Love will help us talk to our brothers and sisters. Love will help us point things out to our brothers and sisters. So, what Paul is just trying to say, yeah, you can do this. You, you, you can do this. There's nothing wrong with you doing this. But you ought to be looking out for your brothers and sisters. Hello? Hello. 
So, so, so we, we can't, we just, we got to share what we know in love. We can't be arrogant. Those of us who are strong, we all ought to want to help the ones that is weak, are weak. We must not be stumbling blocks to the weak. Uh, meaning, meaning, meaning that, that, that we know it, but we, we ain't going to share it with anybody else. Meaning that we know it, and, but we're not going to help anybody else get where we are. We got, we, we got to share our knowledge with love. What does love do? Paul said it in the second chapter, in the second verse. Love builds up. In one of my very first meetings with Dave, maybe like the end of last January, I was meeting with Dave, and Dave and I were talking about ministry. We were talking about doing ministry together. We were talking about taking on, uh, coming together and, and how ministry would look. I'm coming from the African-American culture, David, uh, Dave from the uh, uh, cause, uh, 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 Caucasian persuasion, and so we're, we're, we're trying to figure this out. And listen, we're over lunch and we're talking, so, so I simply say to Dave, I say, Dave, what happens when we disagree? How are we going to handle our disagreements? Dave's response was this. He says, in essentials, unity. In non-essentials, liberty. And in all things, love. I said, this dude deep. <laughs> I said, this guy's deep. He says, so, so, so in the things that matter, really, we got to find a way to work together. Amen. Uh, are y'all with me? He said, in the non-essentials. Liberty. That, that's not stuff that I just don't like that. that there's some things, y'all, that we can't bend on. There, there, there are some things, y'all, that we're going to have to just find a way, whether I like it or not, whether you like it or not, we're going to just have to get over that and we're going to have to work together because ain't no change in this. But there's some, there's some opinions that really don't matter. But even in that, I got to give you a little bit of liberty. Hello? I don't like rap music, but I can't talk bad about those that do. Okay. Are y'all listening to me? Yeah. Hey, hey, listen, listen. There, there's some things that I don't like, but because I love the brother, there's some things that I expand and offer yeah. some liberty to him too. Yeah. Yeah. Are y'all with me? Yeah. Yeah. But in all things, yeah. Yeah. I got the love, folk. Yeah. Hello? So no matter what I know or what I don't know, no matter what you know or what you don't know, I got to express love to you in all things love. And I believe that if we would just remember that, 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 that yeah, there's, there's some things we can't bend on. There's some things that we're going to have to express liberty. But in all things, y'all, we got to love one another. So what does that mean for us today? We don't have any problems about folk eating meat. If folk don't eat meat, they just don't eat meat. I, I don't have anybody in my circle, my immediate circle and my non-immediate circle that's praying to idols. I don't have anybody that's giving me any problem about me meeting, eating meat. And I'm, I don't think, does anybody here have any problem with that? Okay, okay. So what does that mean for us today? How, how do we... How do we apply that today? We simply remember that what we do don't just affect us. 
it affects others around us. How, do, how, do, how does that fit into our life today? Someone's new to the faith and they see you being flirtatious. To you, it's nothing. But to them, they can't understand why you are being flirtatious. Are y'all with me so far? Amen. On my job. There was this lady, she, she was having a baby. And I called her my work wife. And she was my work wife. And she was having a baby. And because she was my work wife, every time I saw her, I would say, take care of my baby. Don't let anything happen to my baby. Are, are you listening to me? But somebody heard that. And they said, I need to talk to you. You're supposed to be a Christian, but you got another woman pregnant. <laughs> Listen to this. Look, look. It, 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 look, we weren't even worried about Sonia. <laughs> but that he heard something. And he took what he heard, and it became an offense to him. So guess what I had to stop doing, y'all? I had to stop joking about that lady being my wife, and I had to stop joking about that baby being mine. <laughs> Listen, now, somebody was saying, oh, that's so smart. That's just... No, 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 no. I love God enough that that, look, that didn't even matter. I don't want him thinking the one who claims to be something is not what he claimed to be. I don't want him thinking that, 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 that it's okay for a married man to have a baby outside of his, 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 his marriage. Are, are y'all listening to me? So it was important enough for me to stop calling her that. It was important enough to me not to call that child my child. Are, are y'all following me? It, it, it's, it's simple. I know that. Listen, we ought to be careful about how, how we spend our money around those who struggle with money. Hello? I'm trying, I'm trying to talk where we live. Yeah. If you got somebody who's struggling, you ought to be mindful enough not to always bring out your new stuff around them. Not to always say, look what I bought. And finances. I'm saying we knowledge is good, but we got to love one another. No, no, we're not going. We're not going to just do any and everything. Even watch this. Even our words. Even our words can be handled with knowledge and not love. You ever said something and then realize and wish you could take it back? If our words are not seasoned with love, our words won't build up. Our words will tear down. There was a wise man that I, that I spoke to this week, and he said that we are never more dangerous than when we think we are right. We're never more dangerous than when we think we are right. Because when you think you're right, can't nobody tell you nothing. Amen. And in order to prove that you're right, 
You'll say and you'll do anything. You'll hurt who you will just to prove that you're white. You know, you know how that plays out in our lives, in our marriages? Hello? In my house, it just, this doesn't happen in my house. Because I'm always right in every argument. So I never hurt Sonya with my words. Are, are y'all following me? I just say how it is, and she say, okay, honey. You so right, Willie. Y'all know that ain't true, right? <laughs> but, 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 but. I could be so bent on wanting to make the point my right. I can say stuff that hurt her. That's, that's, listen, while I got a little knowledge, I haven't implied, applied any love to that knowledge. Y'all, y'all, that, that don't happen in nobody else's marriage but mine, right? I'm the only one that got to be right. You, you did good, though. You, you, you done good. Listen, they ain't a lot of people saying anything, but I see a lot of heads moving. So, so in other words, so that's, that's how it happens now. So, so what, what do we, how do we, how do we do this? How do we apply this knowledge and love? First, realizing that being right all the time ain't everything. You can be right. You, listen, you can be right without folk having to know it. Amen. Amen. You, you can be right without hurting folk. Amen. This is what this is all about. Be right. Let, let, let me just plot a little bit more. In our house, you know, we got a grandson. His name is Champ. Champ. Champ is a mess. Champ is at that age where he touches everything. Champ, Champ, look, Champ will pull. If he can come down, it's going to fall around Champ. If you're looking for Champ, Champ done went in another room. He quiet. You got to get over there, and you got to see what Champ is doing. So, so what me and Sonya do in the house is... As grandparents, we go to great lengths to make sure Champ is safe. Y'all, 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 when Sonya fixes food, she tests his food to make sure the temperature is right so it won't burn his tongue. We put up all the sharp objects in the house. We pick up the things that are small that he can put in his mouth and choke off for. Are y'all following me so far? We do things to make the house safe. There was this thing that Sonya wanted to buy, and I said, baby, why didn't you get it? She said, because of Champ. Where I want to put it at, Champ can reach. So, so, so for Champ's sake, we limit our freedoms. We limit the things that we got a right to do because we're looking out for Champ. So how do we apply that to our life? We limit our freedoms because we're looking out for people around us, both children and adults. We can, have, we can have the statue that she want, but if we bring it in the house, Champ go get a hold of it. it. Look, look, I don't want him to break it, but most importantly, I don't want him to get hurt if it breaks. Are y'all with me? 
So how do we apply? Listen, we be mindful of what we say. We demonstrate love as love has been demonstrated to us. Y'all, has anybody in here ever hurt anybody trying to be right? Of course we have. Of course we have. We've hurt people trying to be right whether we know it or we don't. Y'all, love has been demonstrated to us. Y'all and I, we have the ability to do what we want. I'm free. But y'all, we ought to be free enough to limit our freedom. Y'all, I want us to remember this. Jesus died for us. He could have opted out. He could have just said, I'm going to stay in heaven. It's nice here. But he knew we needed forgiveness. Y'all, he, he didn't have to, but he did. He went through agony. He went through beatings. He went through blood. He shed his innocent blood to be a one-time sacrifice for all of us. So, y'all, it ain't about what we eat. It's about how we handle the knowledge that we have. Y'all, aren't you glad that Jesus didn't stay there? Y'all, y'all, I was talking to Dave, and, and I said something to him. I said, Dave, 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 sometimes I wonder why we don't get happy about heaven. Y'all, it's because Jesus got up that we're going to ever experience heaven. Hello? Heaven is a place that we won't get hurt. Heaven is a place where there won't be no sickness. Heaven is a place where there'll be no more dying. Heaven is a place where to be hotty, hotty, and never goodbye. Look, look, look. I don't know about you, but that's love. That's love because Jesus got up early Sunday morning with all power in his hand. Oh, y'all, y'all act like y'all ain't happy about this. And because he got up, y'all, he demonstrated love to us. And we can demonstrate love to our brothers and sisters. Amen. He limited his freedom so we can have a right to the tree of life. Our knowledge must be balanced by love. Let us pray. God, we thank you. We thank you, God that we don't have to be limited or trapped up in our struggles. The thing that we struggle with, God, we don't have to let it have us bound. For God, we have brothers and sisters who, who have knowledge, who have the ability to share their knowledge and love. Father, we thank you for Jesus Christ, who limited his freedoms, went to Calvary Cross and died for the sins of the world. We thank you, Father, that he got up with all power in his hand. Now, Father, we pray that as we continue to grow in Christ, that we, don't, we won't become a know-it-all. We won't become one who has a big head. We won't become one who's puffed up.
but we will become the one that demonstrates our knowledge through love. We thank you. We praise you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.